Hello, everyone. This is the Parks Academy, where we discuss and celebrate all things theme parks related. We focus mainly on Disney parks and resorts in both Anaheim and Orlando. My name is Paige. My name is Steven. And today we will be talking about the D23 Expo. I would love more than anything to say we're reporting live from the show floor, but we are not. We are in our little podcast bunker, and um, we are just watching from afar, wishing we were there, because there is so much cool stuff happening. It's unbelievable how much cool stuff happens there. Um, they have so a, many announcements. Well, not only that, but have you seen like the live Wally that's just like driving around and meeting people? So much cool stuff happening. I really want to go one year. Actually, like that's something that we should prioritize at some point. I just don't know when. Yeah, the thing that I saw today that made me most jealous is actually not Disney related at all. It is the Target booth at the D twenty three Expo. Yeah, and it is a. I think it was called Bullseye's, not corner. Something, yeah. Bullseye's something. And basically they were selling little Target exclusive stuffed animals of like Darth Vader and Sully from Monsters, Inc. It was very cute. Yeah, it was like a, it seemed really cool. It was like a, um, uh, it was called the uh, Target Spotlight Collection, I think. Yeah, and they had a lot of cool looking stuff. I, oh man, I wish we could have been there. I have so much FOMO. <laughs> I know doing it, and I don't really get FOMO very often. So for me to say that is is kind of a big deal. Um, so we're gonna. There was so much to go over and so much to di- digest. So we're gonna kind of break it up into a two parter, and maybe even be a three parter, just depending on kind of how deep into it we get. Um, today our plan is to talk about the movies and TV shows that were announced. We're going to do mostly like, we're going to talk about like Disney Pixar, lump those together, a little Star Wars, a little Marvel, um, and kind of like talk about everything that was announced. We're not going to go into like super crazy deep detail. I think the plan is going to be more, we we talk about something and say, are you excited about this or not? And then if we're not really super stoked about it, we'll kind of say why, and then we'll just skip on to the next just for time's sake. Because there was so much that, that was announced. I mean, there was like, I think there was like 16 Disney films and TV shows that are coming out. That sounds about right. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So uh, before we do it, we are still doing our, you know, what are you excited about this week? And um, what are you excited about this week? What am I excited about this week? I didn't even get a chance to think about that yet. All right. You want me to go first this time? Yeah, go ahead. Football's back, baby. Oh, I am. Can I have a what I'm not excited no, about this can't. week? No, you can't. This is a positive segment. So yeah, football's back. I can't wait. Sunday morning, kickoff. Um, I got my fantasy league all, all set up for the very first time. I've never done fantasy before until this year, so I'm I'm pumped. I've done the fantasy bachelor. Does that count? Yeah, that, that counts. Because you have to use your ESPN account to sign into <laughs> that, actually. Yeah, no, I'm stoked. And like the first Monday night, or Thursday night game, um, I actually did pretty well points-wise. My defense killed it. So You, you scored points? Yeah. Nice. Yep. I guess what I'm excited about is... That my baseball team has a chance to make it into the playoffs still. Yeah. Who's your who's your baseball boys? My baseball boys are the Baltimore Orioles. And so we got lots of young, amazing players and just a lot of camaraderie with that team. So today's game is not going so great. They're struggling a little bit in the However, last couple of games. They've been struggling a little bit. They're not out of it yet. So I'm not losing hope. And so every time I watch, it's really exciting. It's really exciting to think, you know, we could maybe make it to the wild card game or something again this year. Yeah, no, seriously. My team was eliminated today. So RIP. But, Sorry about um, your luck. That's all right. 
Are we a sports podcast now? Yep. Cool. We're a Disney sports podcast. All we'd be doing is basically the Disney world of, wide world of sports or whatever. And that would be... Oh, speaking of Disney wide world of whatever, did you see that they had a um, a little TV that you can go stand in and do the like, my name is is so-and-so and you're watching Disney Channel they give you a <gasps> wand and stuff? Did you see that? No. Yeah, it was cool. A lot of a lot of millennials were, were really excited about it. Um, they also had goat yoga um, oh. in honor of Thor. And so you can get on the ground and a goat will stand on your back. I don't know if that's animal cruelty or not. No, goat yoga is awesome. No, I know, but to have it be a spectacle at an expo, I don't know if that's animal cruelty. So we gotta no, look. No, in, we gotta no, look no. into that. The goats, <laughs> the goats are not being harmed. They're actually just like climbing on humans. They probably think it's fun. Right. Okay. Let's kick this thing off. Yeah. Let's do it. So of course we are doing movies first, but um, the very, very, very first thing that I really wanted to mention um, because I'm really excited about this, and when we found out where it's going to be premiering. In February, we we honestly just could not wait. So, uh, Disney 100, obviously. Okay, wait a minute. D D23, for those of you who don't know, is a giant exposition. Expo expo exposition, is that right? Exposition. Exposition of everything that's going on with Disney, with you know the parks, the films, the news, like everything going on. I don't think they go over quarterly, so that's a different thing, but. That's what it is. Um, and it's like Comic-Con, but basically just for Disney, right? So one of the things they announced yesterday was D100, the exhibition to make its world premiere at the Franklin Institute in February of 2023. The Franklin Institute is like spitting distance, not really, but it's it's close to where we live because we're in like the Mid-Atlantic area. So the fact that we can just go there for a day trip and go see all this is great. We went uh, about five, six years ago for a Pixar uh, a really, really cool Pixar um, exhibition that was happening there. And it was great. So the fact that the Disney 100 is going there is like a dream. So we are buying tickets for that 100%. We sure are. Okay. One other thing I wanted to toss out there. Um, we actually just signed up for this today. And we thought we would share this with our friends of the podcast. For those of you who may be just getting into Disney or um, getting really excited about some of these big events and wanting to have more inside information. If you're listening to Disney podcasts like ours, we're assuming that you like to hear news and updates about Disney. And so there is such a thing as um, being a part of the D23 official Disney fan club, which basically you're buying a membership to be part of D23. And they have a free membership where you get you know, a newsletter. Um, and then there is a gold membership, which we just signed up for today. And it really is not bad at all in terms of price. Yeah, it's yeah. an annual price. So it's either $100 for one person or 129 for two people. And it gives you um, a fancy gold card. They send you like a package with a bunch of special commemorative uh, memorabilia. And then you also get access to the D23 member events like buying tickets and being able to bring up to three guests when you go to some of these events. So there's lots of cool perks. You get um, the magazines, the D23 magazines, which come out, I think, quarterly. And so there's lots of insider information that you'd have access to if you signed up for this. We are not affiliated with them at all. We literally just signed up today because yeah. we were excited about it and thinking about the D23 Expo. We've talked about it a ton. We but have. But we finally, well, what happened, the reason we signed up for it was because I think you have to be a member of that in order to go to the Expo. 
And as we were driving today, we're like, we really want to go, but we need to be members first. So let's, you know, first point, first principles, Clarice, let's, uh, you know, let's do that. And then we'll, we'll go. There we go. Someday. So we signed up and now we are a part of it. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, from God's mouth to your ear, um, from d23.com, there's an article that came out uh, yesterday, because yesterday at the at the main stage was all of the Disney and Pixar films that were announced. So there's an article that came out yesterday on d23.com called Every Major Announcement from Disney and Pixar for 2022's Expo. So I'm going to go through this list, and the way it's going to work is, like I said, we're going to just, I'm going to say which one we're talking about, and then... Um, we're going to kind of say, like, do you like this one? Are you excited about it or not? And then we will uh, we'll just kind of go from there. Does that does that work for you? Does that does that jive with you? That sounds great. All right, just so you can follow along with me. I'm going to just really quickly uh, drop this at the very, very bottom, the link for you, so you can, you can follow along. Thank you, sir. Yeah, good radio. Okay, here we go. First one. Um, this wasn't an announcement, but uh, Sean Bailey, um, the president of Walt Disney Studios, introduced the stars of Hocus Pocus 2. And uh, they had a little video where they sort of talked about what they were doing and they debuted a brand new trailer, which we've already seen the trailer. But um, but they put out the second one, right. which had new clips mm-hmm. and we got to see... Our wonderful friend Rebecca from Ted Lasso and how her role actually fits into the movie because she's been super, super secretive about her role. She kept saying it's super small role, but it's very important. And people were like, what in the world does that mean? So we finally got to see who she is. I kind of wish that. It wouldn't have been given away in the trailer, but can I can I be honest? Very I cool. I didn't watch the trailer with you, <gasps> so that's good though because I don't want to be spoiled. It's but anyway, I didn't, what do, you, do you have thoughts on this one? Um, I have yeah. lots of thoughts on this one. This one, of all of the announcements, there are two that I was most excited for, and this is the top one. Yeah, although it wasn't an announcement really; it was just kind of more of an update. Well, I wanted so, to see if they were going to yeah. release a new trailer, and they did. So. Cool. Okay. I'm super, super excited. We're down we're down to like two weeks until this movie comes out and I could not be more excited. Yeah, twenty days. It comes out uh well, nineteen days when this releases. Um it comes out September thirtieth, exclusively on Disney Plus. So grab your popcorn and your um seance uh, uh accoutrements and uh get ready. It'll be good. And your black flame candle. Right, yeah. Only virgins. Um, okay, the next one is Disenchanted. Now, we heard a little bit about this. Uh, we knew it was coming, but we saw the very first trailer for it and the poster. Uh, Disenchanted, November 24th, only on Disney+, Plus. Happily Never After. What, we watched the trailer this morning. What do, what do you think? This is the other one that I was really excited to hear if they were going to give us anything else. And I'm not surprised they gave us a trailer because we knew that it was coming out towards the end of this year. Right. I think coming out and Thanksgiving is very popular Mm -hmm. for big, massive movies. It's interesting that even streaming movies are now kind of following that trend. But when people are home for like Thanksgiving breaks and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, you put out a big movie on a streaming service and everybody's going to watch it. Yeah, I'm I was going to that was actually something I was even going to mention to you was that it is so many things that were announced are coming out just on Disney Plus. There was a few things that were announced like today, for instance, like big Marvel films that are only in theaters. But 
so much is just on Disney Plus right now, and it's great. So and, right, I am not even mad about that. Um, with Disenchanted, I think one thing that we were both a little bit surprised about was that they did bring back the daughter Morgan. Right. Yeah. That she's now mm-hmm. like a teenager slash young adult, yeah, and so that's awesome bopper. that they were able to bring back every single major character. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about this. I liked Enchanted was a good one. Uh, two things I'm excited about. I like that Amy Adams is going to be playing uh, the titular, as far as we know, the titular um, role of the villain is kind of what it seems like. Like she's sort of it being seems like it, seduced which is as surprising. the evil stepmother, which is very fun. Yeah. And then um, one of my favorite, uh, um, uh, well, I guess podcasters and actors, Griffin Newman is playing Pip. Um, big fan of his. He was on The Tick. He has a podcast, Blank Check, that I love. Um, that's actually the uh, Phantom Menace podcast that I listened to like 80 hours of last time. <laughs> so he, I found out he was going to be Pip, and I was like really happy about that. So if for nothing else, Griffin Newman is in that one. I'm, I'm excited. And Pip is so cute from the first one. I'm excited that he gets to talk. Okay, so yeah, there's an official trailer for that one out. You can see it. Probably YouTube's your best bet. So check that out if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, the next one that was announced is Peter Pan and Wendy. Um this one, so the idea here is that it's going to basically dive deeper into Wendy's story um, as she, like, joins Peter Pan and they grow up um, kind of, you know, through Neverland. Um, and also what's really interesting is it's going to actually dive deeper into, like, Peter Pan's rivalry with Captain Hook, who we found out is played by Jude Law, which is really cool. That's two big announcements for Jude Law. Well, not we already knew one of them. That's two announcements for Jude Law at D23 and like his upcoming Disney films, which is kind of cool. So um, this is another exclusively on Disney plus joints. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Do you have, do you have thoughts on it? Are you excited about it? Or do you kind of like not care? So I feel kind of neutral. Um, I'm not, not excited, but I'm not going to be counting down the days. till this one, I really like Jude law. Um, in most everything I've seen him in. So I think he's going to play a really good Captain Hook. We were just talking about earlier today how um, he actually played a really good villain in Captain Marvel. Yeah, he was great. And so that was kind of the first time I had seen him in a role where he was the bad guy. And I, I thought he did a nice job with it. I was surprised when he was revealed to be the bad guy in that movie. But he's it's not a surprise that captain hook is a bad guy like you're gonna know from the start so of course i think he's gonna do a nice job with that um yeah i there have been so many iterations of peter pan mm-hmm. i loved the movie hook with robin williams oh yeah for i sure that film is probably like my favorite of the peter pan type movies more than finding neverland well the movie Finding Neverland is fine. The mm-hmm. stage show is phenomenal, but yeah. that is not that's more about like the person that wrote it. Okay. It's not like a saving the Mr. Actual Banks kind story. of thing. Right. Cool. So um yeah, I think this one, eh, I'm not like so excited, but it'll <laughs> yeah. I'll watch it. I'm not I'm not counting be... down the days, but I'll right. watch it. Similarly, right. um we have a couple things we want to watch tonight. And um, we are because Disney Plus Day was just not that long ago. We are uh, we're on the fence between Pinocchio and uh, and Thor, uh, Love and Thunder, of what we want to watch. And uh, we we're kind of both interested in Pinocchio, but like that's been adapted so many times as Guillermo del Toro movie coming out um, on Netflix about that. So like, I'm fine with readaptions of movies that have been retold over and over again because it's always interesting to see what they do with it. So this one, it's fine. I'm not like over the top about it, but I think it'll be fine. Okay, 
the next one, for various reasons, I'm really excited about this one, uh, Haunted Mansion. First and foremost, did you see that Jamie Lee Curtis came out in a Doom buggy? <laughs> I did see that. Um, and your girl, Jamie Lee Curtis. Guys, if you want to know a super random fact about Steven, it is that he has a thing for Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, I'm actually kind of in love with her. And not like the <laughs> and not like the um the early days of like uh Halloween. Halloween. I was going to say Friday the 13th. That's not right. Like old Jamie Curtis with a short, like Yo Play Jamie Curtis is kind of my, my gal. Yep. So she's my, she's my gal Friday, um, as, as they say. So anyways, I was really excited to see her come out on a Doom buggy. And you said there were some other people that were cast in this, but I don't recall who. Do you remember what you said earlier about that? Oh, I saw something about um, Winona Ryder. Yes. And someone and... else. Ooh. Oh, because I said, you said Wine Underwriter. Oh, and uh, uh, Levy. D- Daniel Levy. Yes, 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 Are yes, they, yes. Is that confirmed? I don't know if it's confirmed or not. Let me look but... that up. You tell a little bit more about your feelings about the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, so I watched, um, I think, I don't, I do not like the Eddie Murphy film, <laughs> Haunted Mansion, like in the slightest. I think it's really rough. Um, so I'm hoping this one's good. If it follows the same kind of... Um, trajectory that jungle cruise took i'm not going to be in love with it but i'm also not going to feel like i wasted my time watching it if that makes sense so i think it'll be cool i mean i don't um i mean the film's about a woman and her son who enlist in like a motley crew of so-called spiritual experts um so basically they're like the new jersey medium or is that the movie is that the tv show the new jersey medium Uh, long island medium (laughs) I was like, that doesn't sound <laughs> right. Like they're basically doing that, where they uh, they help rid the home of quote supernatural squatters. So I don't, I don't really care all that much. I think that Jamie Lee Curtis, or as I like to call her, uh, JLC, could be really funny um, in it and really, really good. But I, I mean, it's not going to be super serious. I don't think. Um, okay, wait. Oh, wait a minute. Catch Curtis this. plays Madame Leota. Yeah, you didn't know what? that. Okay, here's yeah. Look, this is even bigger. How how have I not heard that all of these people are in this movie? Okay, so you have people that were previously announced: Rosario Dawson, Lakeith Stanfield, Owen Wilson, Dan Levy, Danny DeVito, Winona Ryder, Hassan Minhaj, and Jared Leto. What? Two you- things. Two things. If Danny DeVito does not play a quirky, short, fat ghost, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> Secondly, um, Rosario Dawson is having a moment. And you um, love Owen Wilson. I do. I, yeah, I hope his nose plays a, plays a part in it. Um, that's great. I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited enough. I'm not over the moon about it, but I'm excited enough. I'm going to contradict what Steven said about how he does not like the Eddie Murphy version because I actually enjoy that. I know it gets a really bad rap. That movie stunk. I like that movie. It's fun. It is not the best Disney movie, but it's fun. And I love the Haunted Mansion ride. Oh, yeah. I I am so excited to see them step it up and make Mm -hmm. a really good movie about that ride. My Two things. My one regret is that we're going to be in Disney World and not Disneyland, so we can't see the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay. The second thing, I do not like movies where they vilify the parents for working. I understand that Eddie Murphy was a workaholic. I get it. He was just trying to feed his kids, and all they do is complain. It's not a good movie story. It's not a good movie trope. It's, but it's they wouldn't thing. do that if it wasn't true. I understand that, but like, 
I don't know. I just don't like that. Like, it's the same thing as that Ewan McGregor, Christopher Robin movie. He was literally just trying to do his job. And then Pooh basically virtue signaled him for and not RV being fun anymore. with Robin Williams, they're trying to go on vacation, but he's too yeah. consumed with his work. Yeah. And every Disney Channel movie where the dad, like, misses their kid's karate tournament. Yeah. Because not me. they were working late. Like, jingle all the way. Yeah. If you never put your kids in any extracurricular things, you'll never miss them. Um, okay. <laughs> The next one, I have so many feelings about. This was like a big what the heck when it was announced because I did not see this coming. I don't think you did either. Mufasa, the Lion King prequel in 2024. Initial thoughts. Here's here's my thoughts. Yeah. Come inside my brain for a second. The Lion King was my favorite movie when I was a child. My blessed parents have probably seen this movie 500 times because I would just watch it over and over and over again. I love the mu- the music. I love the style. Animal Kingdom's my favorite park. I've talked about that a lot if you've listened to this podcast. I love all of the things about The Lion King. We did not need Lion King one and a half. Preach. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We yes, didn't. we did. No, that was we, a great movie. No, we didn't. Yeah, I was going to say. We did not need the... What is the show now? The Lion Guard. We did not need on, a live are... action Lion King where You're... it was not actually live action. Agreed with you on that. Okay, for, let me let me let me let me step in. First of all, Lion King Two: Simba's Pride slaps. That movie was great. Um, I actually think I watched that one more than I watched the regular Lion King. I um, said we didn't need Lion King One and a Half. Lion King One and a Half was very when I when it came out, I thought it was really funny. Um, and so that was fine. But that to me is falls under the category of like, you know, Little Mermaid 2 and Cinderella's special holiday event or whatever. Yeah, and the Beauty and the Beast Christmas oh, that special. Was a, that was such a good one. She teaches them how to love. Um, but uh, the thing is, like, those were fine because those were like, if you if you pull back the veil and look at it, that was like um, Michael Eisner sort of era straight to VHS kind of stuff right well right so it was still the 90s those were kind of a fun thing and um i i can give those a pass the lion king quote live action film was inexcusable um i just didn't like it at all and what's weird about it is that this movie is first of all it's not directed by john favreau it's directed by barry jenkins um and it it is told in the movie is told in flashbacks did you read that i did and that's how timon and pumbaa and rafiki are a part of this that's because they're weird. the ones telling is that not it. weird to you i we didn't need this nobody asked for this so we'll see um interestingly barry jenkins is the director of academy award winning for best picture moonlight if beale street could talk and other great films. So the fact that he has his hands on the wheel could be interesting. But but I just don't know if I care enough about a Mufasa film. And they're calling it live action, right? So it's like, not live action. Get so it together. it's CGI. Yeah. Like the they're not actually training lions and no. monkeys and no. warthogs. It, it's yeah. not live You're not action. Tricking it. You're not tricking anyone. Anyway, um, the fact that Barry Jenkins is directing it gives me a little bit of like... I'm kind of curious about it, but again, I just, I don't really need to see what's going on with Mufasa. And you know, at the end of the day, it's going to be because he has dad issues just like Simba had. So (laughs) I don't know. Anyways, 
Uh, will I buy a ticket to see it in theaters? Probably. Will mm. I want to? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. I I'm just not convinced. It's not that I don't believe in the director. I'm just not convinced that they can make a really good quote unquote live action movie yeah. with with that storytelling. Okay. Here we go. Snow White. Uh a live action reimagining of the classic tale with Rachel Zegler and Gal Gadot as the evil stepmother and the queen. Um what do you think? Are you into this idea or do you not care? I mean, because this one is actually truly live action, similar to like uh, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, those ones that were actually, um, So you know. I loved the Aladdin live action. I thought the casting was great. I loved the music. I thought it was really good. That was probably the best live action I think that they've done. This is the other one that I've been excited about for live action because Rachel Zegler, her first role in anything was West Side Story, which she was nominated oh, is that for an is? Oscar. Yes. I didn't know that, she actually. She played Maria in West Side Story. Oh, cool. Yeah, she, I think she's going to make a fantastic Snow White, I frankly. think so, too. And Gal Gadot, I think, is going to play a really, really good evil queen. Yeah. I, I can... I can only see her as Wonder Woman, but I think she's going to be able to channel something as the queen where it's going to be like charming sometimes and then you'll see that she's actually evil. Yeah. So here's the thing. I like to, I really like to dig deep and kind of, I like context. Context is my best friend. So uh, the director of this film is Mark Webb. And you may be familiar with Mark Webb's work from films like The Amazing Spider-Man and The Amazing Spider-Man 2. The Andrew Garfield. He directed them, yeah. And also he directed 500 Days of Summer, which is actually a pretty pretty good indie film. Yes. So, oh, wait a minute. And he also directed Jesse McCartney Up Close, the 2005 documentary. So this guy's got some... Wait, this guy's resume is fantastic. Yeah, he also did a Green Day documentary. He actually has done a lot of musical documentaries. Green Day, My Chemical Romance, uh, Weezer, good grief. Anyways, so I just, I really like to look at the director and see what they've done. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, if I can know their motives and what they're doing and what they've done in the past, it's helpful. And the quality of their work, right. So I think that he's going to do okay. Here's my other thing I'm going to say about it. The last few renditions of Snow White have been horrendous. Kristen Stewart as Snow White was just terrible. I did not believe it. Snow White and the Huntsman or whatever it was called. I don't even remember now. They've made too many versions of Snow White. Yeah. I I am looking forward to this one. Okay, so the next one is another live action remake. And this one is The Little Mermaid. Uh, It's coming out in May 2023. And... So what's interesting about this one is that it is, uh, I think this may be the first time we've ever seen a live adaptation of this film, right? Have we ever seen a live they did, um They did the live stage show last year, Do you remember year, how much right? hate Flounder got? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to do. It's like the Lion King did the puppets the first time and any other show that's tried to do like puppets or big costumed characters you Mm -hmm. just can't really live up to the broadway level quality of the the original lion king show so so i have i have a couple of of thoughts about this the first one is that if it was just a solely underwater film i think i'd be 
really skeptical because we saw the trailer and Halle Bailey did amazing. Her voice is beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a scene when she's swimming up to her doing um, Part of Your World where Flounder's following her and it literally looks like a flounder fish. Like there's no, there's nothing cute about this character. It just looks like a fish. Right. So I'm a little worried about that. But the fact that it's going to be um, half on land is going to be interesting. I'm, I'm interested in seeing like how they portray or Ursula and Sebastian especially. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel yet. I, I hope I like it. I know. It. I I think when they're doing these live action remakes and you have like human characters interacting with animal characters, so mm-hmm. half of the characters are CGI, it is very hard to make it look super realistic. And it's not even that the animals look like cartoon CGI. They look like real right it's and so weird. then it's weird like because it. i look at the fish and i'm like that's not flounder he's yeah. not like bright yellow and bright blue mm-hmm. and so it doesn't look like flounder it just looks like a fish which makes it realistic and live action but it's just hard to wrap my mind around it's supposed to be the exact same movie when the character looks different it's just weird. yeah so rob marshall's the director uh, negative 10 points because he directed Mary Poppins Returns, <laughs> which is my least favorite film in all of Disney. And he also did Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, which I don't know if it was a good one or not. Oh, that one was actually, I enjoyed it. But... And he also did Into the Woods, which is, I think it was kind of a, a critical flop, sort of. I liked Into the Woods. So this guy, the films that he's directed are not really my, for me. So we'll we'll see how it goes. So I think this one, I'm not going to be like, gung-ho to watch it as soon as it comes out but i'm interested to see what Halle bailey does i think she, like you said she does have a beautiful yeah. voice and i think she's gonna bring something fresh and new to the character um so yeah i just am gonna have to get over like that the animal characters just look more realistic and look less like their cartoon counterparts wait a minute have you seen the cast no okay uh i don't really know jonah Howard king plays um uh prince eric i don't really know who that is so okay melissa mccarthy's ursula don't look it up jacob tremblay is flounder he's the adorable kid from the movie wonder oh yeah aquafina is scuttle <gasps> and david diggs is sebastian so yes 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 just when i, I thought hear I was, his voice just when, when i thought i was sebastian. out they pulled me back in when you said sebastian i heard and i then, heard david diggs uh King Triton is played by Javier Bardem, who you would probably Wait. know best from No Country for Old Men, yes. the guy who has like the air gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the cast is kind of pulling me back a little bit. Interesting. Um, I don't know. I'm hoping I like it. I, I, I do want to like it. So we'll see. Okay. Let's jump over to the next one. And that brings us into the world of Pixar. So... Um, one of the next big Pixar films that's everyone's looking forward to is Elemental. Um, it is directed by Peter Sohn and Denise Reem. Uh, they're also going to be working with Pete Docter. And this movie feels a little bit like Inside Out to me, where it's like earth, wind, fire, and water. And they all kind of have to live harmoniously, or so it seems. So I'm excited about this one because it's not a remake. It's not a sequel, which 
frankly, most of the movies that we mentioned actually are either sequels or remakes. So I'm really excited to see what they do with this one because um, it looks like a unique story. And um, I, I don't know. I just I, I can't wait. I, it looks fun. The characters look really cute. Um, yeah, the, the, the main characters names are Ember and Wade. Which is funny because like Wade and Water and Ember Fires and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it looks really cute. Yeah. I I loved Inside Out. Um I am a school counselor and I have like all the little inside out pop figures and a stuffed animal version of Bing Bong in my office. I think it was such a brilliant film and I um I think Pixar does a lot of research. And really studies what they're going to put out into the world before they do it. So I'm really excited to see how they tie these things together and what they do with the elements and making yeah. some sort of deeper, meaningful story mm-hmm. about it. I I was reading a little bit here about how um, like one of the big things is all of these elements are living together in harmony. Basically like different languages and cultures coming together sort of a story of immigrants all living in the same city coming from different backgrounds. And so it's going to be really interesting to see how that is portrayed and how people perceive it as sort of this beautiful way of um, seeing how people can coexist and be different. So yeah. I think that's awesome. No, it seems cool. I can't wait for that one. Okay. The next one is going to be straight to Disney plus in fall 2023. It's called win or lose. I've heard about this one uh, months ago, and it looks really cute. Didn't um, we see a little teaser for this one? Somewhere? We might have, yeah. But anyways, it's about a middle school softball, co-ed softball <laughs> team, and um, Will Forte plays the coach, which is just fantastic. They're called the Pickles, which is even more fantastic. <laughs> um, and every episode is from someone's different point of view. So it's like the same day, the same game from like different players, the coach, the umpire, parents. I don't really know what else to say about it, except I'm all in. I'm looking forward to watching it. I think it looks hilarious. So I'm excited. Okay. The next one I do not know much about. Um, It's called Elio. It is a brand new film by Pixar um, about an 11-year-old who is artistic, creative, um, and they find it really hard to fit into, like, you know, the rest of the world. And here's the big twist, like Shyamalan style. Their mother in the movie apparently runs a top secret military project. It is like decoding strange signals from outer place, outer space, outer place. I'm like so <laughs> tired. Um, and so the kid, Elio, tries to make contact with extraterrestrial life and um, is mistaken for an Earth ambassador. I have no idea what to think about this movie. I, I, uh, when I. And I, I do, I'm not going to question it, even though I think that Pixar has done some questionable films lately, like starting at The Good Dinosaur and Cars 3. Cars the 2. Dinosaur Cars 2 the worst. and The Good Dinosaur. But um, I got to tour Pixar Animation Studios when I was in middle school, and they told us about this new project they were working on called WALL-E. And it was about an environmentalist robot who gets stuck in, stuck in space. And I was like, that sounds awful. But it's one of my favorite films. So I'm not going to judge this movie before it comes out. Um, I hope it's good. Here's the thing that has me interested is the mom is played by America Ferreira. Do you know who that is? Um, I'm going to say yes and then look it up on Google. So she is, I mean, you would probably know her as the girl from Superstore. Oh, she's Ugly Betty. Yes. All right. And 
also, she back in the day was in a lot of DCOMs. She was in the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. So she's a big star cool. when when we were in like the Disney Channel era. Very nice. I don't really recognize her from much, but uh, well, How to Train Your Dragon, I guess, is is big. That's cool. That's good to know. So yeah, I, I'm on board with that one. It looks cool. Uh, one that I did not see coming was Inside Out Two. At all. I, I literally was super surprised when I saw this. Okay, what are they going to do? Uh, supposedly, it is uh, going to be taken... Uh, Kelsey Mann is directing it. So I think before Pete Doctor directed the film. Um, but Kelsey Mann is doing it, and he actually directed The Good Dinosaur. <laughs> oh, no. And it um, says that they're going inside the head of now teenager Riley. Yeah, um, he Nobody directed The Good that. Dinosaur. He directed Party Central, a short uh, for Monsters University. And get ready. He also directed and created Pearl. No, he didn't direct it. He, I think he created it or had something oh, to do with it. That's super weird short. That extremely inappropriate, terrible <gasps> film about the ball of yarn who talks about clearance clothes. Um, la, la, la. It's not good. Uh, don't watch it with your children we were so surprised yeah you know it's not for children how much did you pay for those clothes you know um so i don't know i hope it's good i don't know if it's gonna be or not um the last thing i need to see is more teenage angst in the world but we'll see i'll see it but i don't i'm i'm not i don't think they i think they wrapped it up fine (sighs) okay walt disney animation studios we started with Live action, we went to Pixar, and now we're at the actual like cartoons. We're back to we're back to cartoons. Back back to cartoons. Yeah, Zootopia plus. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a new series on Disney Plus, and why they're calling it Zootopia Plus is beyond me. Uh, diving deeper into the lives of some of the residents of Zootopia. Hmm. It's a little series. I do not care about this in the slightest. So are we getting more of Nick and Judy, or is it just, like, other people? I don't know. I really don't know. I, hmm, that's interesting. Because I feel like Zootopia got, like, a decent amount of hype when it first came out and then nobody really cared about it after that so i wonder why they're like trying to roll with this one except that shanghai is getting its own zootopia like park which we'll talk about later but that's i guess it must have done well out there maybe i don't know weird yeah it's a weird one here's another one that i never heard of before and i'm i'm actually very intrigued by this and i hope there's a lot of um accent mark so i do hope i say this right but i think it's uwaju that's how i would have pronounced it uh this is an all-new original long-form series and it is created with um in partnership with a pan-african comic book entertainment company and um basically the way it's described on d23's website is a love letter to lagos nigeria which i think is really beautiful and interesting um they're creating a world bursting with color unique visual elements and technological advancements um that are basically inspired by the spirit of lagos um so they they say it's like a coming of age story introducing a a young um, heiress named tola uh 
I don't really know anything about this, um, but I'm sure it's going to be beautiful. And um, I'm, I'm excited to see more about this one. It's I like that they didn't tell us too much because um, it seems really cool. I want to be surprised. This one, when I see the pictures of them on stage talking about it, makes me want to see this one. I I'm intrigued immediately. Yeah, same. I love the idea of not knowing what something is. It makes me they very, keep very, it like very, that. very happy. They should just be like, here's this new show and you don't know much about it except that it's this like beautiful love story. Uh, similarly, there's a new movie coming out on November 23rd, 2022 called Strange World. And this is Disney Animation's next feature film. Their last one was Encanto, which we all know how that did. Fantastic. And it looks weird, but... What I'm excited about this... Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. Huh. Dennis Quaid? And Dennis Quaid. Okay. Anyways. Um, <clears throat> and I hope, Gabrielle boy, Union. Boy, I hope he gets back that sweater or scarf. Um, <laughs> what I'm really excited about with this one is I don't know anything about it. And when you and I first saw the trailer for Encanto, you said, it looks stupid. Or your exact words. The you're original like, yeah. trailer, I saw it. You're like, I this looks that, yes. so dumb. And then we were literally listening to it in the car today on the way home from Target. So I don't really want to know anything about this movie because I just want to go see it. Um, it's coming on theaters, which is kind of a bummer, but that's okay. Um, we just don't go to theaters very often anymore. We can um, wait until it's on Disney+. Plus. But yeah, I think we're I'm patient. excited. I'm excited about this one. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, it looks really cute. Okay, ready for the last one? Let's hear it. Okay. <clears throat> the last one is called Wish, and this film is set to release in fall 2023, um, which is really fun because it's going to be happening during the studio's 100th year. So D23, 1923. Now we're in 2023 next year. So that's really, really cool. Um, and what I'm excited about is this movie is um, going to basically talk about the origin story of where wishes come from. <laughs> Uh, so it's about a 17 year old named Asha, 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 um, with a sharp wit who basically like cares endlessly about her community. And when she really is in like a moment of desperation, um, she pleads to the stars and that's kind of going to be like the story, the backstory of like wishing on a star. So get ready, Jiminy Cricket. Um, this movie is going to, going to, and I tell you all about it. So I don't know if it's going to be any good or not, but it looks cute. It looks like in the image that they have promoting it, she has a little goat in pajamas sitting next to her on a tree. Which it sure I looks really, like it. really, really like that. He has a little hole for the tail and there's a little collar with, with patterns on it. It looks it looks super sweet. So um yeah, I'm 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 excited about that. It looks cool. Uh Ariana DeBose is in it, who I yes, love. Yes, and she played Anita in West mm -hmm. Side Story. And then the most recent adaptation. So, oh, the goat's name is Valentino. Her. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. So yeah, I think, I think that they got some winners coming out, right? I think so. I think there's a lot of stuff to be excited about. Um, there are also a lot of other really big announcements with some of Disney's other mm -hmm. studios, like Lucasfilms and Marvel. And then there are also going to be some big announcements, I'm sure, about the future of the parks. They've already yeah. talked Tomorrow about some of those. Tomorrow is going to be a parks thing, yeah. Yeah, and they've already mentioned some of those, but we will have to um, do part 
two and maybe even a part three to get this is going to be a part things. three this is going to be a three-part series yeah. here which is fun because you know hashtag content and then we're going to be in disney <laughs> and then we're going to have, have plenty more to talk about like a so. month's worth of content for you guys fantastic um uh, yeah disney d23 I, it, over the last couple of years i've begun to i've begun to to just be more and more excited about it and and anticipate kind of um you know what it is that they're going to be announcing and doing and um the films honestly are uh, are a big part of that excitement and then obviously um you know the parks are huge the parks academy we're not the we're not the disney movies academy so um i can't wait to get into that in a couple weeks and um I don't think I'm going to do my big outro about Instagram and, and Facebook. Y'all know the deal. So we will catch you next time. Breaking news. Uh, we stopped the podcast and then Paige pulled out her phone and was like, hey, less than a half hour ago, they released a Santa Claus trailer for the new Disney Plus show. Um, Tim Allen retires in the trailer and he interviews Peyton Manning about becoming Santa Claus. <laughs> uh, and he says, ho, 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 homaha. Uh, and then talks about how Tom Brady can sing. So I have zero thoughts on this. I do not want to see it. I have a lot of thoughts, and I do want to see What are your it. thoughts really quick? We got time. I, The Santa Claus is like top three Christmas movies for me. That was one <laughs> that my family watched. Um, I think Tim Allen does a great job at being Santa. And I even liked the second one. The third one was mm. interesting. They're, they got progressively worse. <laughs> so I liked the Santa Claus. I like it when he orders chocolate milk and he says regular milk is fine. There is one part in that film that I cannot abide, and that's when they say elves with attitude. And then <laughs> they even gets like I get visibly I like uncomfortable. Flip the table when that happens. I'm like, screw this. I don't <laughs> like that part. So anyway, that's the latest. If anything else comes out, our podcast equipment's gonna be put away. So you'll just have to find out some other way. Later. Ooh.